This week 18 NFL picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free to play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner of picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. This is where we do the it's not the beginning or not the end, just the beginning speech. Playoffs around the corner. Playoffs. We're here to give you motivational handicaps. Personally, one of my favorite types yes. of handicaps. Well, uh, and it's great too because sometimes and uh, when the Eagles got into the playoffs. Uh, it is a happy uh, two year anniversary for everyone uh, celebrating no. the double doink. Uh, that was a pretty awesome win. But for even for them to get into that, well, one, a lot of it was my uh, Nick Foles uh, shrine, which I got off from a uh, fellow Blue Wire uh, podcaster, uh, Chris Long. <laughs> we got the we got the Foles mojo going, but we needed we needed the Bears to beat the Vikings, and the Vikings needed just to win and get in. Uh, but the Bears had nothing to play for except pride. Went in and beat the Vikings. So there are times when teams just need to get that win. It's a division game. They end up choking it away, and those are those are really the fun aspects of Week 18. 16 and 26 against the spread. Teams are in that situation. Need a win versus nothing to play for. Yeah, including well, and, and Sean. That's what the, and God bless the NFL. They never make a mistake. But starting. <laughs> St- ending with division games yeah. is awesome. I don't, I don't like the fact that we played Washington twice in 12 days. I don't like the double up, but I do like, I, I think your last three games should be your division opponents. Uh, so two things, one, uh, that number I just gave out that includes 13 straight up losses. Yeah. So it, it's more than feasible. It's obviously baked into the line. Um, but don't you fix this by just having like stripes of divisional weeks too early in the season, too yeah. middle of the season, and too late in the season? 
Yeah. Or something or like that. Or just three in the beginning, three at end. There it, you it, go. it doesn't yeah. Yeah, you it's play not, everyone early, you play everyone late. It's not bing bang boom. It's not rocket science. And uh we've been getting hot, closing it out strong here as we head into the playoffs. We got an awesome show. We're gonna pick every game against the spread. Mm. And uh we have Wait, a every uh, game? Yes. Okay. Every game, even completely meaningless games. But again, <laughs> no game is meaningless if you have the chance no. to bet on it. And if you are in a win bet state, and the win bet states are growing by the hour, New York coming soon. Stay tuned for that. But of course, I mean, Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia. Maybe you're not in one of those states. Why not go vacation in one of those states? The old lady goes, Hey, I'm thinking we should go on a vacation. What about visiting? Uh, what about a ski trip to Colorado, AKA Winbet State? Oh, honey, you've never seen the Grand Canyon. That's in Arizona. You know what Virginia is for? Virginia is for lovers. Lovers of sweet parlays that you can get down over at Winbet. Download that win betting app. Bet $5, win 400 in free bets. And uh, the Build a Bet, AKA the DGEN's only parlay. You Every $20 Build a Bet you do, you're automatically entered. For the Shacks Funhouse in LA. Maybe we'll see you guys out there. Hint, hint. Uh, head over to WINNBET.com. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Joining us on the line from the betting exchange, which you can see on the MSG network, Katie Mox. Katie, thanks for calling in. Hey guys, thanks for having me. I miss you guys. It was so fun to hang out with you when I was still living in Los Angeles. I'm glad to be back on the show. Yeah, it's, I good, know. it's good that you came back to rub it in Sean's <laughs> face that Kyle Shanahan and the Niners yes. are playing for a playoff spot. They are. Uh, yeah. I was I was a bit of a hater in the preview, giving you a chance. I was wrong on uh, how good they would be, but uh, yeah, and, well, and Kittle. Also wrong on how good they would be, though, yes. right? I think I had them winning thirteen games. You were on the opposite end of the spectrum. I was, I was much lower. I also thought the Seahawks uh, were going to be the number one seed in the NFC. So again, that's why pencils have erasers. Uh, <laughs> we're looking, we're looking to get things right here. Now I know uh, you were, I we were just talking earlier, and you're actually going to be at the Eagles Dallas game. Yes. I'm so excited. I've always, I mean, I saw an Eagles game earlier this year. I saw them play the Broncos, which was a great game for me. Actually, it was one of the biggest bets I've ever hit in my life. I got like a cool little double result result there, but yeah, you uh, had, you had, what did you have? You had like Devonta Smith, First I had Devonta Smith, the first touchdown score, and then it was a bet Fred sports. And if you got the first touchdown score and they scored another touchdown in the game, then they doubled, you know, your winnings. And then he scored the first two. I didn't realize it was his birthday too, but yeah, I, I put, I put, you know, hundred bucks on him, ended up walking out of there like 2,400 bucks. Hell yeah. That is a, oh, I feel like uh, a, a proud father watching, watching you make a DJ <laughs> and multiple touchdown bet like that. It's funny because yeah. uh, some of the guys in the Slack have like a birthday narrative. You know, if a guy in the wow. NBA it's his birthday, he's gonna have a big game. People were trying to do that last week for Jalen Rager, who uh, oh. one catch minus three <laughs> yards. So not yeah. not the not the birthday uh, he was expecting. Uh, going into the game, we'll we'll talk Eagles Dallas. Obviously, we're gonna also talk 49ers Rams. Yes. Uh, you being a you being a big 49ers girl, but. Eagles, Cowboys, it's the game's going to be a little weird because yeah. Eagles are probably going to rest a lot of their starters. Dallas yeah. claims they're not going to rest their starters, but I still think they're going to I I don't think they're going to play the whole game. 
What are your thoughts going into that game? Uh, like you said, I think it's, it's, I'll, I'll probably wait closer to game time to see if we can kind of know who's playing and who's not. But I, yeah, I think it's going to be just like a wild ride. I mean, I'm interested mostly to see what the fans are like there. It's a big rivalry, oh, even yeah. though people are going to be resting their starters. Um, I was told to wear neutral colors too. <laughs> they were like, don't wear, <laughs> like make sure I'm like, sure. I'll wear pink. I guess. It's something uh, so like I'm you say to someone who's going to like South central LA, like Literally. wear a neutral color. <laughs> I thought I was going to go with the war zone. Like you're a reporter going somewhere. They're giving you like the, the, the basics of what to do and what not to do. It's like, don't pick a side, whatever you do, don't pick, don't a side. look them in the eye when, when interviewing. But I feel like people, a lot of people are on the unders obviously for a lot of these games, but I kind of, I think it was last year. There was like a lot of crazy points that were put up in the last week of the year. So I think it might be higher scoring than people give it credit for. I don't know what the line total is on this one, but I would probably maybe look at it over 40. Um, yeah. 43. And I think, you know, it's, yeah. it's the uh, dudes playing for another contract narrative. Yeah. That's what you're getting there. So even though you know, second string, second string dudes get paid too. So, well, yeah, it's, it's like some of those preseason games, like the third and fourth preseason game can kind of uh, get out of hand because, you know, a guy like Gardner Minshew might come in, light it up <laughs> against, light it up against, you know, the Dallas backup. So I, I, I like the Minshew player props, assuming yeah. he is the starter. I, maybe they put Hertz out there. I'd actually be uh, pretty surprised if we see much of him, but I, I think you're going to have fun. I mean, you know, Saturday night too, especially on the East coast, you know, the game may not mean anything, but the tailgating, I I feel will still be 100%. Yeah. And that's the whole point of the show too. It's called ride with Katie. Although my, my ride with Katie series wrapped. um, However, the current host unfortunately got COVID. So I'm kind of coming in as a hail Mary um, to to help out with this one. But I was like, yeah, put me in coach. Happy, happy to go to this game for sure. Tailgating should be wild. If you have any suggestions of where I should go or any cool tailgates I should hit up, I would love that. And, you know, congrats to your Eagles for clinching the playoffs and uh, sorry about the giants there. Oh yeah. Poor Ryan. Oh, don't worry. I'm, uh, I'm just fulfilling my contract (laughs) and my locker is getting cleared out. I'm entering the transfer portal. I mean, my advice, my advice to you for this game would be wear Eagles gear. Yeah, <laughs> like, don't go even neutral. I could see some Eagles fans being pissed off, like, "Oh, okay. what? You're too good to wear a jersey? Come on!" <laughs> they go with They're like, "Why yeah. is she wearing pink?" Yeah. Okay. I I do remember like probably the craziest experience I had at an Eagles game was the Tuesday night football years ago. It was supposed to be on Sunday. It was this legendary game. We ended up losing to Joe Webb of all quarterbacks. We were 14 point favorites. It was right after the miracle in the Meadowlands. So you're, you're excluding witnessing 12 sacks against Donovan McNabb and then almost losing your that life at, at that, the hands of giants. That fans was in the Meadowlands. Before that was being not rescued by me. One day we'll tell the story of the day I saved your life at the Meadowlands. But. I appreciate that. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's It's going to be wild down there. I'm sure you're going to have a blast, but talking about your team heading oh. over, we got it. We got ourselves a game. Uh, 49ers are in a win and get in situation right now. uh, Yeah. 49ers Rams. What, what are your thoughts going into this game? 
Well, I mean, it's, I think it's a little bit of a spooky line here, right? It's at four and a half. Yeah. Um, I really, this, this should be closer to three. It should really only be home field advantage. Obviously McVay is 38 and 25 against conference opponents while coaching LA, but guess what? He's zero and five against <laughs> yes. Shanahan. And I, I think this line has a lot to do with the fact that is Jimmy playing or is Trey Lance playing? Um, I think if it comes down to it and that we, we know that Jimmy is playing that line might go closer to three. Um, I obviously I'm pulling for the Niners here. Uh, I think they could, uh, but I, I'm not sure about Trey Lance. And I think there's a big misconception here. I don't hate Trey Lance. I'll just go ahead and say that. <laughs> I don't hate Trey Lance. I have accepted. He is our franchise quarterback. He has moments of brilliance, but when it comes down to it right now with the season on the line and getting into the playoffs, do I trust Trey Lance? No, I absolutely don't. So that scares me a little bit, but I think that, you know, these teams stack up well together. Again, the Rams have never beat the Niners under McVay. So I'm, I'm hopeful here in this game, but it's going to be close. Uh, I mean, he reminds me of a young Daniel Jones. So, you know, you have that to look forward to uh, look, oh, shit. Three, oh, shit. three of those games you reference of those five in a row from Shanahan have come outright as a dog as well. So it, you know, a lot of like kind of just tiered things we like to do. We like to take Jimmy G or the Niners and Shanahan as a dog, not a favorite. So a lot of things lining up here, Sean. Yeah, and and again, I I think you're right. I think the spread is sitting on Trey Lance and and Jimmy G. You know his his turnover issues aside, I think I the experience is huge for yes. a guy like Jimmy G. Where are you at? With, like, what are you hearing? Because from what I was hearing, it did seem like it was trending towards. Trey Lance starting again. Um, do you think Jimmy G plays? I mean, a thumb injury is really tough for a quarterback for obvious reasons. The fumbling, holding on to the ball, uh, your throw, everything. What, what do you, what's I mean, your, I, I, I don't think we can trust any because Kyle Shanahan plays with the media. I feel like more really than does, any, yeah. the fact that it went down to the wire with the Texans game. And Sean, you and I were talking about this. I was like, there's no way that Jimmy yeah. is playing this game yet. They refuse to say it. And so I think he's playing kind of the similar thing, but I do believe that Jimmy was at practice. Um, and, and Shanahan did say if, if he's a hundred percent that he's going to put him in um, God, I, I hope so. And, but you look at what happened with that Titans game when his thumb was off. I mean, he had been pretty lights out for a few games in a row and then just looked absolutely awful. So if he's not a hundred percent. I'd rather have Trey Lance in because Jimmy injured, you know, he's got, he's a beautiful man. He's got delicate hands. He's got delicate okay. You and are team, you know, team Jimmy G. I know play, play the breaking news. <laughs> yes, uh, please. Because I'm, I'm watching video of him throwing the ball in practice. I don't see the ball or where it lands, but he looks like a quarterback throwing Ooh. a football. So Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll be, we'll be making the official pick later on, but I do think you're maybe getting a couple points like Katie's saying, especially if you can get like a if you can find a 6, which I don't know. It's looking like mostly four and a halves. Uh yeah. it opened at six and a half. So if you got the 6 early, that's a great number I think for the 49ers again cuz Shanahan owns them. Uh, I do think you're right. I think it could get it down. I, I don't know if it gets to three, but definitely three and a half if uh, yeah. Jimmy G is announced as a starter. Well, they obviously haven't, I don't think they've listed any of the profits, but I would take a George Kittle anytime touchdown. That's one of my favorite things to do. Anyways, he's been on a little bit of a slump recently, but I mean, I know you don't like George Kittle. For <laughs> I've, I've, I've turned like it around on George Kittle. He went over he on his touchdown prop for the season. Sean. He did. He, he did. Gets... He crushed me on that. 
I didn't yes. think he would get to six. He got to six. He is he is really unguardable and he a high quality uh, tight end. But I was I buried the hatchet with I George. I was actually laughing at how she just she's like, Yeah, it's something I like to dabble in. Uh, anytime <laughs> George Kittle anytime touchdowns. Yeah, you know. Sunday, you know. Get a little, Sunday, a little dabbling. Yeah, All right. He hasn't had one in a couple of weeks, but he had that incredible one-handed, you know, catch last week. And it, when it comes down to it, you give George Kittle the ball and he gets it done. And I think he gets it done against the Rams. So I like that a lot. I also like Stafford to throw a pick. I mean, the guy has 15 yes. interceptions this year so far. He's got four pick sixes. He threw two picks against the Niners in the first game. So, you know, he's going to obviously our secondary is an issue. We don't have to get into that, but we're going to give a lot of pressure up front. I think he's going to throw a pick. Yeah, I mean the the back and elbow issues that we heard about Stafford earlier on in the season. I don't think those things are resolved. I mean, that's why uh, I was on Baltimore and the points. I like that, and I even thought they had a chance as a live uh, dog there. And he threw another pick six there. They've been traveling a ton, which I don't think is going to be great for his back. Uh, yeah. You got Bosa maybe getting some pressure on him, and you you saw what the uh, Titans did to them. And they're going to force feed Cooper Cup for some uh, you know some metric reasons. So yeah. don't don't overlook the fact that like McVay is gonna galaxy brain the shit out of this one and just end up <laughs> shitting all over himself. Yes. Uh, yeah. What about the what about the rest of the slate? We of course have our mm. lock dog and tease. Happy uh, what do you got on week eighteen? Do you have a lock dog and a three team tease? Yeah. Well, my lock is obviously the 49ers plus the <laughs> yes. four and a half. Uh, all right. So you're not making it your dog. You're making it your lock. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes, because I feel like I'm I'm such a 49ers homer too. So if I had made it the dog and the lock and look, I I don't know who the quarterback is going to be. If it's Trey Lance, I will just pray that we win this game. I feel confident if Jimmy is playing that we win this game. But I know that we're going to be able to keep this close. Obviously, both teams eight and eight against the spread this season. The 49ers have covered six of their last eight games. And let's not forget that Los Angeles is 49ers country. This is not going to be the home field advantage, you know, that the Rams maybe think they're going to get or that betters who don't live in Los Angeles think that the Rams are going to get, it's going to be a close game. I feel confident that the Niners can keep it within the four and a half. So that's going to be my law. My money line dog, I actually like the Raiders here um, at plus one eighty. Look, it's a win and in for both. Oh, I like that. Thank you. Both of these teams. And you know that Allegiant stadium is just going to be absolutely gangbusters electric chargers are six and three straight up um, in their last nine games, but they're only two and six against the spread when facing other AFC teams are not that great. Obviously there's a lot of issues with the Raiders right now. Uh, who is at Hobbs just got arrested for a DUI. The backfield is a little bit thin, but I do think that Carr and Jacobs can kind of get this done. The defense for the Chargers has been a little bit hit or miss. So I kind of like them as a dog in this one, plus 180. The dogs were hard. When I was looking at this slate, the dogs are hard. Well, <laughs> and, yeah, because a, a lot of the dogs are teams that, again, have nothing to play for or yeah. don't worry. Starting their backups. Well, I'm sure we'll we'll dig out some dogs. Cultivate some value. And, and you mentioned the Hobbs DUI. Uh, according to the coach, he is going to be playing. So oh, wow. uh, you would think okay. maybe, maybe sit him down, but it's a must win situation in the NFL. So he's going to be like out there. I like it better now. Yeah. I like it better. What about, what about a three team tease? 
So a three-team tease, I did a a six-point teaser. So I took uh, Seattle versus Arizona. I took them from six and a half to 12 and a half. Uh, Look, I mean, it's so funny when we talked about when I was on the show earlier this season and I was talking about the Cardinals fall apart in the second half of the season. Look, they're doing it again. I mean, they were the hottest team in the beginning of the season. They're starting to fall off. I could see Russell Wilson playing a little spoiler here. They got nothing to play for. Really, they're out of contention. But give them the 12 and a half, I feel like works. And then for the Saints and the Falcons, I'm giving the Falcons the nine and a half. These teams tend to play each other a little bit closer. The Falcons, of course, always tend to fall apart in the second half. Saints need this win, but I think that the Falcons can get with a nine and a half. And then I'm looking at the Tennessee Titans and the Houston Texans. I'm giving the Texans um, the tease there at plus 16. Titans, of course, playing for the number one seed. They're 10 and six against the spread. Uh, But the Texans have covered the spread in six of the last home games against the Titans. I can see this ending right at 10 and being a push, which is why I gave it up to 16. Yeah, no. Oh, there's I mean, nothing like teasing the Texans from ten to sixteen. <laughs> Just, <laughs> the te- the Texans are a weird feel alive. Team. I, we were both on the Niners and. Uh, oh man, that second half it was just like, oh my god, they're not going to cover. They're not going to cover, and then they covered. Who yes. knows? This Davis Mills probably not as bad as everyone thinks, but also, yeah, it's sixteen points. It is the National I Football like League. Uh, Katie, appreciate you coming on. Uh, best of luck to your 49ers. Maybe we'll see you guys in the playoffs. Ooh. Who knows? Things get crazy. So. It would it would probably so. have to be the NFC championship <laughs> game. So that'll be fun. Uh, make sure you give Katie a follow on Twitter at Katie Mox and check out the betting exchange on MSG networks. Thank you, Katie. Thanks guys. So good to see you. Oh yeah, we're brought to you by Prop Swap. That's right. Prop Swap is where America goes to buy and sell real sports bets. And NFL playoffs, college football championship, perfect time to uh, buy some of those tickets, sell some of the tickets. You know, you got you got Alabama to win the uh, college football championship. You want to hedge out? Head over to PropSwap.com. And the best part is. When you use that promo code SGP, they will uh, double up your first deposit. Propswap.com, promo code SGP. Also brought to you by Better Fantasy. That's right, Better Fantasy. You think the fantasy football season is over? It may be, but the fun is just starting over at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's where you go for all their free to play prop games. Uh, tons of. Uh, Fun props again for week 18 and the NFL playoffs. Completely free to play, and you can win awesome uh, gift cards. You win credits, cash them in for gift cards, easy money. Betterfantasy.com, B E T T O R fantasy.com slash S G P N. All right, Kramer, let's do it. Can we talk about, can we pick games now, please? Yes, we can. <clears throat> Without further ado, Saturday night. Saturday day, depending on where you are, one thirty in the afternoon, Kansas City, the Chiefs, they head to Denver, where the Broncos are eleven point home dogs, plus four twenty five on the money line. Kansas oh. City minus five seventy five, forty five and a half is the total. I've been told that they are set to uh, send a message to the Titans to put some pressure on the Titans here. That's why we have an inflated line. This does it kind of fits in the category of not a must win versus a out of the playoff scenario, yeah. but a win certainly improves their situation. Yeah, they're going to be motivated. 
Um, now there's a ton of injuries. I mean, Darby and Sertan are out for the Broncos. Drew Locke, if you watch that game, uh, which I did, he was knocked out of the game for uh, an entire series, injured his shoulder. I'm pretty sure it's his throwing shoulder. Uh, Brett Ripping came in for a little bit. Drew Locke came back to his credit, but man, this offense with Drew Locke is just horrible. Now I know they're getting Judy and Sutton back uh, off the COVID list, which should help, but I don't know. The the other thing is Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon. They're both questionable. Deal with some like knee and ankle stuff. They've and both been their designations have both been re- removed as of like an hour ago. Oh really? Okay. They, they now don't. I saw that too, and I was like, oh wow, that's such a different tone than when, when we did the DFS show. Yeah. Uh, but but they still obviously must be a little bit banged up. Uh, but really, I mean, kind of hit on it in the DFS show. I I just think they're they're gonna light it up. I mean, Tyree kill Travis Kelsey. Can, can the Broncos really guard these guys, especially with their cornerbacks out? I, I just don't see it. I could see Fangio getting up for this game. That's I, could, true. I could see, I could see the, the Broncos playing a tight one here against the, the Kansas city chiefs, but I could also see the chiefs doing what they do, which is come out here. And I, I think a motivated Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes led offense is capable of putting up a shitload of points in, in a short amount of time. And this, I mean, if, if Locke is playing better than the guy who we might see this weekend, again, I think they're an auto fade. And you look at the secondary and we, we, we bash the Ravens for how banged up their secondary is the Broncos are going to be pretty shorthanded this week. So um, perhaps Vic Fangio and the uh, squad already planning their trip to Cancun. Acapulco, maybe. Yeah, I I, I think maybe you got to go Chiefs here at minus eleven. It, it's high. I mean, uh, I think maybe putting them in a tease isn't a horrible idea, but right now at eleven, I I just can't take Drew Locke at any price in any situation. That's fair. Dallas heads to Philly. The Eagles go birds. And by the way, Kansas City was three on the look ahead. Now eleven. Typically, I like to go the other way with that kind <laughs> of uh, line movement. Uh, Dallas heads the Philly. Uh, Philly is now a five-point home dog, plus one eighty on the money line, minus two twenty for the Cowgirls. Forty-three is the total. Sean, of course, the look ahead three and a half opened at seven, and now kind of met in the middle here at five. Does this this line indicates the Cowboys are playing their starters as Mike McCarthy has been on record saying. claimed to uh, play the starter? So it's it's interesting because Dallas. Philly's got some COVID going on. Yeah, but uh, it sounds like a lot of those guys could be back in time for the game Saturday if they want them back. Uh, I don't think you know. Again, cue the X Files music. Oh wait. <laughs> to me, it was not an accident that the Eagles clinched the playoffs, and then twelve players, a lot of them key players, tested positive on Monday. Hmm. Uh, I I think because if you if I you thought re- you're an integrity guy, Sean. No, and they, it it is integrity. So I think they were a lot of these guys were probably asymptomatic, but you can ask, you can request to be tested. So I think a lot of these guys requested to be tested. Now, once you have a positive test, you have a ninety day uh, grace period after that where you can't get tested or be put on the list. Mm. So I think it's smart. Like if you have your if you have your seed locked up and you have guys who aren't in that holiday testing period, you should request all those guys to get tested because then if you have some asymptomatic positives, they're out for five days. It doesn't matter now. And you're ready for the playoffs. So Mm -hmm. 
I think it's I think it's great what they did. You're playing the Cowboys. What do you mean it doesn't matter now? You're uh, gonna you gonna lay down no, for the Cowboys. I, I think a lot of these guys. You gonna be let back. the Cowboys come into your home? No, push well, you around. Right. You know who's gonna be there? The ultimate cowboy, and and a cowboy uh, the it, it, by the term of gunslinger. What a real cowboy is not those, uh, you know, not those uh, little. Uh, <laughs> Tutu wearing guys who like to dress up in Texas, and we're talking about Gardner Minshew. That is a man who is a gunslinger. He's a real cowboy. I, I well, love he's slinging something. I love Minshew against this Cowboys team. He's going to be motivated. The crowd's going to be motivated. <laughs> I think maybe Dallas plays their starters a, a series, but I mean uh, Zeke Zeke told the press that he was going to be playing, but why would you? He's had this nagging knee injury. Why would you put him out there? Technically, Dallas does have something to play for. Obviously, getting the two seed uh, is something you would want, but they need a bunch of help for them to get the two seed uh, because they lost to the Cardinals. This reeks like Jerry. This is part of Jerry Jones's master plan. He sent yeah. the memo out early in the morning on uh, Monday morning. All right, whatever you say to the media, make it seem like you're going to play next week. I, I don't see the angle for why the. I mean. Sure, I just said the Chiefs are going to play for a reason. I guess the Cowboys can elevate a little bit. Well, and and real quick, uh, all the Eagles guys are the ma- majority of the twelve that are on the list tested positive Monday. So by Saturday, a lot of these guys could be cleared if they want. If they want, uh, they would have to t- take new two negative tests the day of. You could also just say I don't feel like being tested and, and stay on the list. Uh, which oh, helps wow. you opt with, in to opting out. Huh? Wh- no, I'm saying like mm. if they wanted to pull guys off, you have unlimited call-ups mm. off the roster, right? And this mm. is the kind of research the audience needs. Mm. Uh, Micah Parsons uh, looks like he's going to be out with COVID because he tested positive on like Wednesday, so he's now within that five-game window of Saturday or five-day window. And their uh, left tackle as well tested positive, and that's why when the left tackle tested positive, that's why we saw the movement yeah. and Micah Parsons from seven to five. Everyone knows the half. the Tyron Smith trend. Yes, Tyron Smith. They're not good without Tyron Smith. I don't think they want any part of the cold weather, and it's going to be again for a meaningless game. I think the atmosphere is going to be pretty lit. Katie's going to the game. <laughs> I, I'm saying it. I think it's going to be a fun tailgate experience. I fun game experience. Yeah, I just don't understand. Like to me, I, I'm taking the Eagles. It does not seem logical to play your guys if you're Dallas, especially because you're banged up. Yeah, uh, you know we'll get to the Bucks later, but kind of a similar situation. Well, like, why not take the time to rest? You're going to the road. You don't really need the game. Uh, do you really want to elevate your position and play the Eagles again? Like, well, that's the other thing too. Like, if they end up becoming the two seed, uh, I think that would almost automatically put the Eagles in the seven seed, so they would play yeah. them again next week. So. If you go all out and beat the Eagles and and somehow lock up the two seed, you get a little bit of help. Yeah. Then you're then you're wasting good game plan, good starter play against the Eagles to play the Eagles once again. Who are they haven't announced it, but they there's no reason they're going to be playing a lot of their guys. Their first goal was to win the division. They did that. Now the next goal is to win the Super Bowl, win the conference, not to uh, get the three or four two seed. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, I don't. It's just puzzling. It's a it's a trappy line. I guess that's the problem. All right, Sunday, Green Bay heads to Detroit. The Lions they were catching eleven on the look ahead, Sean. Now it's four plus one sixty on the money line. Packers minus one ninety five. And sorry to interrupt, but 
we have to do a better job and remember this, make a mental note of like week 17, grabbing getting the some of these look ahead yeah. lines because uh, like green Bay, we knew green Bay was going to beat Minnesota and probably lock up the number one seed. So we could have seen this crazy <laughs> line movement coming. Right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, this is where you, you got to find the places that dang, I, I mean, shout out to the shops that dangle the lines like every week, all season, but yeah, yeah you just got to pluck them off before they come off the board. Uh, down to four Packers laying four minus one ninety five plus one sixty for the Lions forty one and a half is the total. Uh, all right, so hear me out for this one. I I don't know. I I I doubt very highly. Unlike McCarthy saying his team's going to play, I don't believe that. But when Lafleur says he doesn't like the idea of sitting out for three weeks in a row, that makes a lot of sense to me. <clears throat> Lafleur is a, clearly a good coach. He says what he, 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 you rarely see a sound bite from him. So he clearly is thoughtful in the words he says. And why, why would they not go out there and try to get Aaron Rodgers six touchdowns so he can have the touchdown lead over Tom Brady, who won't play much and cash my six to one prize? Oh, I, I think the Bucks are playing there, guys. Um, Maybe. I mean, this is, this line again was kind of weird because the Lions were briefly favored. Uh, for a moment there, and then it seems like they walked it back again. This seems like a line that's kind of split in between. Jared Goff uh, is not a hundred percent to play. Uh, Dan Campbell said Jared Goff looks promising, which is something <laughs> you don't hear very often. Uh, he meant like the injury, not the play <laughs> on the field. No, I know. Uh, yeah, the line, the line to me suggests Packers aren't going to be playing their starters that long. And I, when in doubt, I'm going to let the line tell me whether or not they're playing their starters. I could see the lions kind, kind of trying to play hard. I mean, he, what's scaring me is Jordan love looks so bad. I mean, you remember Jordan love in that chiefs game. And that was, that was some spooky stuff. And that was with Devonte Adams, first round Aaron pick. Jones, AJ <laughs> Dillon was playing first round pick. And they put up seven points against the chiefs defense. That wasn't playing that well, right? Then that's what scares me. And, and that you have, Captain kneecaps on the other end, motivated as hell. Although that didn't really seem to, seem to play out against Seattle. I was gonna say we we like to say that, but they got they just got their ass beat uh, by a mile. They are coming home. This is the finale. Uh, I mean, I, it's hard for me. Like I, I'm having a harder time ang- angling towards saying that the Packers aren't gonna play a ton. The starters. All of that being I'll take, said, I'll take Green Bay minus four, but uh, I am terrified of Jordan Love, um, and, and Aaron Rodgers seems to think he's not going to play because they asked him, well, and he said he wants to play in the game, but it's not up to him. So that to me is almost conceding uh, that someone well, is going to not let you play. All of that being said, I think the reason I'm going to take the Lions is just if you if if we find out you're you're sitting with Jordan Love, yeah, you're drawing dead. You're right. Let's go. To, I'm going to go. That's a good point. Give me Detroit plus four. Uh, although Green Bay minus, uh, you know, since they're splitting the line, and that's an that's another thing we'll probably get into. And maybe you should even look at some of these. Green uh, Bay wins first half. Detroit wins game. Exactly. Or even just Green Bay first half because, uh, it, you know, the first half line is probably under three, which is criminal, I think, because uh, they're not going to play in this. Probably won't play in the second half, but. You could see him a decent chunk in the first half, or at least till they get up two scores. I mean, Ryan, you're going to be putting together a first half parlay 
maybe these lines won't have the same value because some of this news will leak out. Uh, but again, that's going to be fun to talk about on the pregame. Maybe show. A, a first quarter parlay is in order. Yeah, for uh, for this Sunday. Oh yeah, Chicago, the Bears. They're heading to Minnesota to the spaceship to take on the Vikings. Minus five and a half for Zimmer and Kirk Cousins in what could be Sean a save Zimmer's job game? Question marks. Keep keep Kirk Cousins around. For another season. Well, I don't know if they can get rid of Question Kirk Cousins because of his contract. Minus, well, anything was possible. Jared Goff got shipped last year. That's minus two forty on the money line. Bears plus one ninety five. Forty four and a half is the total. I mean, this is almost certainly a game that you don't actually need to watch, right? But man, do I love the angle of Zimmer Cousins back. Get classic Kirk Cousins. Meaningless game. He is gonna light it up. Uh, plays into my Justin Fields isn't a bad play in DFS narrative. Well, Justin Fields is out. Oh, really? I don't, I don't know if you what? saw that. He's uh they just placed him on the COVID list, Ryan. So I All right. I, Love my Andy Dalton is a is it Nick Foles? <laughs> no, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be Andy Dalton. And I actually like I actually like the the Bears here with the points. Hmm. Um, Do I like Allen Robinson this week now? Kirk Cousins, <laughs> I no, I Mooney is still his Gotta guy. Gotta get him out of there. I you're you're kind of crazy. It looks like Jason Peters will be back for them. Uh, Keem Hicks, uh, and and the Bears. I think you know I, I think they got a little bit of confidence uh, going here late. No. David Montgomery, I think is is going to be a tough for the Vikings defense to handle. I think the Vikings really, it, the Vikings had a chance against Green Bay, or not really, but I, I think that was a dream crusher game for the Vikings. The Bears knew they've been out of it for a while; they've already processed that. So I, I like the Bears catching five and a half here. No, yeah, way the points. We're gonna disagree on this one. This is the this is the ultimate Kirk Cousins. No, I mean game. Justin Jefferson could have a massive game and completely swing it. But I think Andy Dalton in a dome. This is where he's going to look decent. Maybe I need to set up a, a Jefferson uh, Cousins Conklin Mooney bring back Mooney on the or Komet. No, that's not a horrible one. Two or Jimmy Graham if you want a touchdown catcher. <laughs> Colts head to Jacksonville. Jacksonville, Sean, a close your eyes special. Close your eyes special, of course. When you underperform the spread by twenty one points and you're catching points the next week, seven and six against the spread this year. Not its best year. No, still above five hundred. Jacksonville catching fifteen at home, plus seven hundred on the money line. Indy minus eleven hundred. Forty four is the total. Um, Jags had a lot of dudes out with the COVID last week, uh, so they'll have a little bit of the bounce back there. Indy is in one of these motivation games where Jacksonville has nothing to play for, and Indy just has to win the game. All they got to do is win. Oh. The game, as as I mentioned, Jacksonville <laughs> underperformed last week by a mile, so there is some just implicit value there. And I threw this out. Uh, this is unrelated to my angle because I'm I do like the Jacksonville side here. I will side with the close your eye close your eyes special. Couple things against us though, Sean. Potentially, yeah. Carson Wentz seven and three against the spread. It's double digit favorite, and. And I threw this out on Twitter, but Carson Wentz, which maybe I'll, I'll extend this narrative to help us. But Carson Wentz has six interceptions on the season. Only Aaron Rodgers has fewer with 400 pass attempts. Now, 
This could be the regression game. Could yep. all the regression happen in one game here? He's he's Why tried not? to throw a ton of interceptions and the Jags, the Jags are six and oh straight up the last six <laughs> years uh against the Colts in Jacksonville. That's insane. And you remember that game, Ryan. I think you actually were on the Colts, but the Jags were feisty in Indy. And uh, you know, Jonathan Taylor ended up having a decent game because he he broke one there. I still think Jonathan Taylor has a decent game, but 15 points is way too much. And I just think in the NFL in this final week, the craziest outcome could be the outcome. And I and I think the Jags winning this game and really upsetting because that that opens up the door for a lot of other teams uh, for the playoffs. If if the Colts lose here, I think the insane pressure is going to cause the Colts to choke. I think Carson Wentz is going to turn the ball over via fumble. Um, I know the Jags are an auto fade, but this is this is too much. The Jags outgained the Colts three hundred thirty-one yards to two hundred ninety-five last time they play. Even more yards per play. Like if they didn't get that punt block, the Jags might have won that game outright. I want nothing more than a Sunday night football game that benefits both teams with a tie. Yes, and if you haven't heard the scenario before, if the Jags win. The uh, the Chargers and Raiders would get in if they bo- would both get in if they both tie. It's they will pe- not play for a tie because you know they're not going to let their division rival in with a tie. But that would be pretty funny. But it, it ensures that you get in. Yeah, but you're not. You're going to try and win the game. What I would do if I was uh, the Chargers head coach, I would go to the Raiders head coach and be like, "All right, let's play for a tie." And then the last drive of the game, just take Justin Herbert down and and destroy him. That would be awesome. I love it. All right, so we're both gonna take the Jags catching fifteen. Yeah. Oh, I mean, come on, Carson Wentz has a lot of regressing to do in one game. Tennessee, the Titans, they head to Houston, where the Texans are catching ten plus four hundred on the money line, minus five twenty five for the Titans. Forty three is the total. A rare line that didn't move much from the look ahead, Sean. By the way, Indy was only minus eight and a half on the look ahead against Jacksonville. So yeah, uh, that that's where you're getting like a crazy. And I know I haven't done this for the for like the KC game because I think that's a little bit of an outlier. But you're getting crazy line value on that. Tennessee here now, though some might forget the AFC South and the NFC West. The parallels are stark in terms of just from. One franchise having a dominance over another in a weird kind of non-transitive cyclical way, and the Houston Texans have done pretty well against the Tennessee Titans. They beat them this year. I I, I watched a show yesterday, maybe it was last night, where someone talked about h- how much of an outlier it would be for the Texans to beat the Titans. Just fucking happened, Sean. It just happened. Now I understand there's a re- revenge angle here. I understand. Yeah. That uh, they're playing for the bye week and 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 you you know run the wheels off of uh, Deontay Foreman uh, because you got Derrick Henry coming after the bye. Well, Derrick Henry is practicing right now. But this Tennessee team just blew their wad all over the Miami Dolphins last week, thirty-four mm. to three. They just mm. locked up the playoff spot, locked up the division. I understand playing again. Playing for a bye is not the same thing. I think. As, uh, as as playing for a spot, but I I mean look, I think at the end of the day, you take the points here, and I'm just you know in the AFC South when things get wonky, take the points, take the home dog, because Tennessee needs to win this game. Tennessee doesn't need to run this game up. 
And I think the the key uh, attribute here is I don't know if Tennessee is capable of running it up. Everyone will tell you like this is a team that's set to regress. They're not as good as their record says. And and the Texans have been pretty, you know, decent enough on offense and this could be a low scoring game. So it's 43 point total and you're giving me 10 points with the home dog. Let's go. Give me give me my Texans, Sean. Win one for Cully. Davis Mills is probably number 2 on the rookie QB no, rankings. He, lo- right? he there is he looked as fun as it is to compare him to Trey Lance. I mean, both looked really bad. Uh, what if I told you? So if if Tennessee, how does how does Mike Vrabel get the coach of the year? Does, I think he's got to get the number one seed. Does, does he have to win this game big and just like stamp the one seed? No, I think if he wins this, uh, it doesn't have to win big. But if he gets this win and they're the number one seed and they did it without, um. You know, without Derrick Henry, I I think that really. So shows why not stuff. just take him four to one to win Coach of the Year right now? <laughs> if you want to bet the Titans, I mean, yeah, if you're gonna, that's probably a better bet than Titans minus ten. <laughs> well, uh, this way, it's four to one. I do think Houston can kind of hang with them defensively. Uh, AJ Brown though has just been God. He's been a fucking beast. But you're right, uh, ten, Titans aren't a ten point road favorite type of team in a division game. I'm with you. Let's let's go Houston uh, plus ten here. I I may regret this. This yeah. will not be making it in the lock <laughs> column, but uh, I'll take the Texans plus ten. And maybe there is an angle. It does seem like the players like Cully. Uh, I do. I could see them kind of yeah. getting up for cold last game. Cold dog. And this will be really funny if they end up winning this game. They would have won more games without Deshaun Watson than with. Which I, I'm sure some Mind of the teammates want to stick it to. Him. Blown. We've so far taken the Lions, the Jaguars, and the Texans, Sean, and we're not Sweet even half. Team. We're not even halfway through. Yeah, I know, right? Feels like a preseason slate. Not even halfway through the slate. Washington, the football team, they're heading to New York to take on the Giants, who are in auto fade. The look ahead was minus four. It's only moved to minus six and a half. What are they looking at? What are they watching? Minus two twenty on the money line, plus one eighty for the Giants. 43 is the total. This is the ultimate. You will see. Do these guys like Joe Judge or not? All rise. Because if you think they like Joe Judge, you're probably like, yeah, yeah, probably some value here on the Giants. Yeah. He's catching six and a half. Uh, But if you think that they're just out and this team's not not gonna show up and maybe the defense Joe Judge has this team. Auto uh, fade. they're, They're locked in. I mean, save your time. Don't handicap uh, Joe judge. I think is a dark horse candidate for coach of the year. I mean, what he's done to get rid of some of these bad apples and the way he's uh, managed the injury situation, which is when you lose a guy like uh, just the fact that you can muster one touchdown in the last 35 possessions, I think is a testament to what a great coach uh, Joe judge is. And yeah, I mean, I, I I think a lot of people should be getting on Giants money line. No, I I just don't want to make fun of Joe Judge too much because I'm worried. There's this title. There's this wave shifting towards Joe Judge getting fired. And as an Eagles fan, that's the last thing I want. I I want ten years of Joe Judge and Daniel Jones. Uh, Washington football team, Ryan. They Antonio Gibson is back. So uh, I know you were on Patterson. So keep an eye on that. I mean, Washington football team. I'll say this as far as the matchup, like their their defensive line played really well uh, against the Eagles uh, O line, which is you could argue the best unit in the league. They really were getting a push um, sometimes, and I think you put Fromm back there, it's just going to be a disaster 
You didn't even, you haven't even talked starting quarterback, Ryan. It sounds like Glennon's out from is getting the nod. But why would they, why is Glennon out now? Why did it take this long? Well, they saw, they saw some stuff that they liked from Glennon. So they decided to intentionally sit him. Uh, there's, there was a chance Glennon might actually win a they game. They want to make sure he doesn't get that contract next year. Keep his value down. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. Both of these quarter. I mean, look, if Fran plays, at least there's a little bit of excitement, right? You never know what you're going to get, right? The lights go out. It's the first time, but Mike Lennon's like the, uh, you know, the old, the old ball and chain, you know, exactly what you're going to get. So if that's not adequate, shame on you for keep going back to the same. Well, over and over again. Why are we still talking about this game? Redskins by a million. Pittsburgh coming off Monday Night Football with Sean. It closes the season twenty and eight against the spread. Teams coming off Monday Night Football. Really? Wow. Uh, there, the Steelers uh, in in the most obvious spot in the history of spots. Big Ben gets the win and the cover as a home dog. When we picked, it closes as a favorite. They're now heading to Baltimore where the Ravens are laying six minus two sixty on the money line. Pittsburgh plus two ten. Forty one and a half is the total. Um, I mean, I have a couple things written down, but why is the six? What like what yeah. am I missing here? Well, so I I think there's a couple things that are interesting. Uh, both teams have a long shot chance of getting in the playoffs. Obviously, they need a win yep. uh, this game, and then they need a bunch of help, starting with the Colts losing to the Jags. If that happens, they. Baltimore yeah, so needs a little bit more help, but the Ravens need the Jags to win, the Raiders to win, and the Patriots to win. Pittsburgh would need the Jags to win and the Raiders and Chargers not to make the tie. Yes. They get boned <laughs> by the tie because they have the tie. Here's the thing. I think normally in most situations, Big Ben, Super Bowl, you know, like law him hanging out after the game. I mean, they they might as well dump the Gatorade. That that yep. was such an emotional win for them. Again, that's why we're all over the handicap. One of the easier games to pick last week. Uh, money line and and against oh. the spread <laughs> that you would think they would completely collapse this next game and and Big Ben didn't look great. I mean, he had what 190 yards on 46 pass attempts. He didn't look good. I, he didn't do what I thought he was going to do. I did mark that prop a win. Big Ben on the under for the year. I think it was 3900. It's that that's not going to come close. No. Isn't this a simple handicap of just simple? What I was going to get to real quick is that I think it could be you would normally grade it as a massive letdown spot, but oh, they're yeah. playing the Ravens. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, they're playing the Ravens. There's still a chance that they have in the playoffs. I think they they're kind of coming in with house money. We gave Big Ben the send off he deserved. Now we got nothing to lose, and I think that's a dangerous way for this team to play. And we've seen Baltimore when they win, they barely win by one, two, three points. Uh, we're taping this on a Thursday. Lamar did not practice. Yeah. Although it's weird because the spread's creeping up with the idea that maybe Lamar plays, but I still think it's going to be Huntley, who is an interesting matchup for them. But a I, lot maybe, of tape on him. Maybe now. Big Ben has a has a decent game against some of this uh, this battered secondary. I I think. They will still get up for this game because it is the Ravens. So I think you got to go Pittsburgh. It's the Ravens. It's Big Ben's actual last game uh, in this series. When when an underdog is three and a half points or more of a dog, it's seventeen and two. The dog against the spread. Period. So you just blindly take the dog. Sprinkle in the fact that we're dealing with the Tomlin line situation. You think Tomlin wants to finish on the Tomlin line or above the fucking Tomlin line? 
He's not finishing 500. He wants to be above the Tomlin line. And just in general, Tomlin as a dog, 36 and 14 against the spread, Sean. It, it, this, certain things are just obvious. Fun fact, uh, and you saw this if you were watching the Monday night game. Big Ben has only pl- Big Ben and Tomlin have only had two games together where they were a zero percent chance of making the postseason really? in their careers. That's crazy, and, and that's that's locked up now. So I mean, I just I don't think they're going to go out like bitches. Uh, this Baltimore team just seems banged up. Like they seem like a team that's ready for the postseason. Meanwhile, Pittsburgh. Why wouldn't they want to have one more? You know walk around on the Baltimore well, and, and, field. And again, if, what if Lamar does play Lamar with an ankle injury? That's uh, you know, with an ankle injury that could be, well, that's what this and number he hasn't is played saying. in like uh, over a month. So I, I mean, honestly, if you were, if you're betting the Ravens, would you rather take, would you rather have banged up Lamar not playing for a while or Huntley? Now Huntley didn't look great last week, but he's shown signs where he's okay. I think you're honestly better off with Huntley, but I don't see Huntley, you know, laying six points with Huntley's. That's what it comes down to. Laying six points with Huntley, don't do it. Take the Steelers. I think it's the same thing. You don't want to get caught laying four points with Jordan Love, just like you don't want to get caught laying six points with with Huntley in this spot. Honestly, I don't I don't see why like why you'd want to lay points six points with anyone uh yeah. on Baltimore in this spot. Cincinnati heading to, heading to Cleveland. Cleveland coming off Monday Night Football as well. Uh, the look at it here with Sean was minus one and a half. It's now minus six. You're telling me a quarterback change from Baker Mayfield goes from one and a half to six. Cleveland minus two fifty. No, no. I mean, I don't know where you're getting that because I I was seeing there was Cincinnati favored by three. Hold on, I pulled these from the win earlier today, Sean. No, 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 no. I'm saying I. Oh, the look the, the look ahead. I. Like the week before, I think it was, it was Cincinnati minus three. Okay, with the idea that they might need this game. Um, right. Now that Burrow's not playing, I think it's a combo of Burrow not huh. playing and Baker. Yeah, the the upgrade from Baker to Keenum. That's yes. what everyone's playing here. <laughs> uh, it, it is, yeah. It, it, uh, or sorry, so plus six for the Bengals, plus two hundred on the money line. Thirty eight is the total. Uh, I don't know. Like, it, are you really dying to play the Browns as a favorite against anyone? No, I mean that's what I, it's. It's weird because there was some value here when it was like one and a half uh, with Keenan. Uh, since he has some convenient COVID stuff. Yeah, going again, on. I think Cincinnati did a similar thing with the Eagles, where they got a lot of their guys tested uh, because they were going to lock up and they weren't going to play some of their starters. The Browns. What I would tell you this too. Uh, Mixon's on the COVID list. I don't think he's going to play. Obviously, Allen is starting, not Burrow, and it's Allen versus Keenum. This to me is going to feel like a preseason game. Why not take the team getting six points? I mean, I I I was thinking I was going to go Cleveland as like a uh, fu to Baker game, but six points is too much for a division game. Uh, and Chubb is banged up. Hunt is banged up for them. You like Keenum in a in a dog role. You don't like yeah. Keenum in his footwork as a favorite. Six points. Same reason you can't take Huntley laying six is the reason you can't take Keenum laying six. How many times has Kevin Stefanski covered as a favorite in his division? Oh wow, Not zero. Many. Really, zero point zero. Well, that's because oh. he's got Baker. Oh and six. And. And and also six. things are, things are kind of unraveling in in Cleveland. 
don't know if you've seen the latest, like Baker yelling at the reporter. Yeah. I mean, if you, it's got to feel a pretty shitty locker room. Where again, the the Bengals players are like, "Hey, we got nothing to lose yeah. playing with house money. Guys trying to get some good tape, and you're getting six points. Yeah, give me the Bengals." I mean, this is the one that we circle and say, yeah, we're going to feel like real idiots betting on Brandon Allen. At least Keenum's an NFL quarterback. I don't know if Brandon Allen's an NFL quarterback, but yeah, let's do it. Plus six. Let's go. All right. Uh, before we get to the afternoon games, I want to shout out sobet.io slash SGPN. Let's go. I Meaning, let's go to sobet.io slash SGPN. Perfect. It, it's the, uh, it's the app built for trash talking, right? Trash talking, gambling. Yeah. That kind of harnesses the social betting aspect of gambling. Oh, Kramer. Uh, Kramer thinks the Vikings are a good bet at minus five and a half. I think the bears getting five and a half is the better bet. I can just log into my so bet dot uh, IO account. So slash SGBN. So they know we sent you log in there, send over a, a challenge request, throw down the gauntlet told Kramer over there and uh, whoever wins wins very easy to connect a third party uh, payment options as well. So bet.io slash SGPN completely free to use. So bet.io slash S G P N. All right, Sean, let's pop over to the app. Best afternoon slate of the year. Why mm. they can't play six games in the afternoon window on a normal Sunday yeah, is beyond seriously. me. Uh, hey, the the West Coast matters too, Sean. New New England heading to Miami. Uh, the Dolphins, Sean, are a close your eyes special after getting thumped by the Titans last weekend. Plus six and a half at home, mm. plus two twenty five on the money line. Patriots minus two eighty. Forty is the total. Sean, we know what this game is. This is the game. We who 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 has forgotten? It's us out in Vegas at the beautiful old Venetian <laughs> sports book. Sitting not far from get mama the ball, and uh, you know a dude straight out of Cocaine Cowboys wearing a Tommy Bahama shirt, and Sean Giant Gold are the only two people in the room with the money line as the Dolphins debut the Wildcat and take down the Patriots. Awesome. Where at home? It's a baby fucking wheel, man. What happens to the Patriots when they go down to Miami late in the season? They lose. They lose. It's so and they don't need the game when the bills are up at halftime. What do you think they're going to do? Shut it down. You don't need it to Brian Flores a win a lot, you know, help your uh, form. The the thing that scares me is Tua. I mean, (laughs) his confidence has to be shattered from that horrible loss to the Titans. I mean, Deshaun Watson's probably hanging out in Miami, looking at condos. You know what we missed, or I missed in that Titans game that it was going to be oh, cold. I was all over that it, it was going to be cold. Two, two in the cold, not a, not. He's a island strong, but not <laughs> island soft as well. It's also a revenge spot for the Patriots, right? You know, remember my lock week one was <laughs> the Patriots. They were about to go score yeah. and cover. Goddamn, Damian Harris fumbles at the four yard line. The Dolphins eke out a one point victory. Dolphins fans immediately points. in my mentions. Then they completely go away for seven weeks. <laughs> then they come raging back for seven more weeks. And I didn't hear from any of them last week. <laughs> what a roller coaster. It, it's been a wild ride as a Dolphins hater ride. And as a Dolphins fan, it's both been a great season as a hater or a lover of the Dolphins. 
I mean, Damian Harris, I, I don't think they're going to, I mean, you got to rest him a little bit because of that knee you're going to need him. I'll do it. I'll take Miami plus six and a half, but fuck this game because you're, because I, you know, the, the type I'm, you're making me more worried than I was before. Well, because the type of uh, offense that, that, that succeeds against the dolphins is, you know, a heavy set play action, mm-hmm. run the ball, AKA the Titans, AKA what we just saw, which is AKA yeah. what the Patriots run. You know what? I'll, I'm going to go out on my shield. Fuck the fuck the dolphins, new England minus six and a half. I can't do it. You're, you're making a ton of sense. I'm not locking this up, but you're making a ton of sense on the Miami angle. I'm not touching it. The most likely destination for the Patriots, I believe if they lose and get the five seed is Los Angeles or Las Vegas. Could wait, be Los Angeles. Oh, the Chargers as the wild card. Yeah, they would play the Chargers or wait, what? No, because the Chargers are a wild card as well. What oh, are you I'm talking sorry. about? I, I don't know. Oh, I'm looking. Ah, you know what? Never mind. Woo! It's smoking my weed. Uh, we'll call it a look. Looking at the wrong <laughs> uh, wrong thing a little bit there. Yeah, I, you're you're crazy for taking the Patriots lane. I know. Answer. I'm crazy. Give me, the, give me the Dolphins. Sometimes you got to be crazy, right? Give me the Dolphins. Jets head to Buffalo, where the Bills are laying sixteen. Minus twelve hundred on the money line. Jets plus seven fifty. That, that s- slightly strange to me, and for some reason I don't have the total. I'll get that here in a second. Slightly strange to me how giant that money line is, considering what this Bills team is capable of, and considering that the Jets have kind of been playing competent football over the well, last couple and, weeks. And we keep coming back to this, and you saw it in that Atlanta game. It's weird that. The Bills are almost built like a dome team, right? Yeah. Where just hey, let them. But then they have this switch that they can pull, where they they activate uh, Josh Allen, the fullback, and they run a, a wildcat <laughs> offense essentially. Yeah. Where he's also, I mean, he didn't. How many times did he throw the ball last week? I need him to not get two touchdowns this week and screw over my uh, under Josh Allen rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I mean, I think. You can make the argument that this is a Josh Allen. He threw he threw the ball twenty six times, and that's because they were playing in Buffalo weather. It's just weird the way the team's built. Uh, the weather for Sunday thirty five and overcast, fifteen miles, fifteen mile an hour wind. That's like right on the edge where it starts to get a little interesting. But it was like snowing and a little wet and sloppy last oh, yeah. week, so maybe maybe not quite the same thing. Josh Allen, big cannon. He, he's not going to be affected by the wind. Love him uh, as I threw him out in DFS, Sean. I do think they there's a certain aspect of fixing. I understand the Jets' angle, and I'm stoked that people are betting the Jets. Uh, they're getting almost eighty percent of the tickets right now. The Jets are uh, yeah, because I, I, I love this as a psychological get right game. A, they need to stomp on it. To send the Patriots away, two, because they want the division that matters to them still. So motivation key, but I also think they well, need to get they, the psyche of Josh Allen right and get him some, some, some easy looks. Get his his arm moving and get you know lube up that connection between him, between him and Diggs heading into the playoffs against this know when to come. against this Jets team that they they'll let you pass. They'll let you get some yards. So well, and and maybe maybe we're onto something similar, like we saw in that Patriots Jaguars uh, game where they went out of their way to make it a get right game for Mac Jones. Yeah, 
And and maybe we see that here. I'm I'm with you. You, you got to take Buffalo here. I mean, they're in the mix for the one seed. They're in the mix to win the division. They want that home game for those fans. The fans deserve that home game. Um, and you know, Zach Wilson has looked competent at home, but his home road splits are pretty bad. Uh, yeah, Jets have been a much better home team than road team. Carolina heads to Tampa. The Bucks minus sixteen and a half on the look at now minus eight minus three eighty on the money line. Carolina plus three hundred forty two is the total. Um, so I think we disagree on the the starters playing or not for a while. Like if I had to bet, I would say that the Packers starters will play longer than the Bucks. Is that see? I would I would take that the other way. Okay. I think they're going to play the entire game because I think this Tampa Bay team wants the two seed, hmm. and I think they that's want what, the Eagles. Well, that, uh, that's almost certainly puts them against the Eagles. Yeah, right? I think it's less about wanting the Eagles, of more wanting that second home game, home game if they somehow would figure out a way to beat the Eagles. So I think the two seed matters to these teams is what I'm getting at. And by That's all fair. accounts, our, our Tampa Bay Bucks insider TJ was like confused as to even why I would ask if the starters were playing the whole game. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe you're just trying to see if you should come to the game, if it's worth paying the price <laughs> of admission. Gilmore is out for the Panthers. I mean, Sam Darnold on the road. Uh I mean, you watch that Darnold. A disaster in New Orleans. And any defense with a pulse, I, I think, is going to destroy them. And yeah, I, you know, Tom Brady got almost lost to the Jets. I think they're going to be chip on their shoulder and and really light them up. I mean, there's all this stuff about Matt Rule, the owner's embarrassed by his deal. I I just don't see how Carolina gets more than 14 points. I think Kyle Trask is a better quarterback than Sam Darnold, right? Now that's without seeing Kyle against Trask. this pass funnel. We loved Sam Darnold early in the season against the bad pass defense. We loved it. Yeah, and then he got exposed. Give me the really Panthers should. plus eight. They like Matt Rule. I think they're going to play hard because they're worried he might get fired. Uh, give me Sa- Sammy D. Slings it around against the Bucks. Uh, I hate this one, but that's where I'm going. New Orleans heads to Atlanta. The Falcons plus four and a half, plus one seventy on the money line. Saints minus two ten. 40 is the total. Sean, remember they call this hate week. Remember what happened the last time the Falcons and the Saints played. And while it's very easy to say, wow, Atlanta has nothing to play for, and the Saints have everything to play for, well, you know what the Falcons would love to do? Oh, knock the Saints out of the playoffs. Kick you Sean Payton right in the dick. You can't make the Saints a four and a half point road favorite. You just can't. I mean, I think. And and I and I'm playing some Saints in DFS because I think this could be a high scoring affair. Like I I, I think this could be a 31-28 type game. Oh yeah, okay. Kind of a shootout uh, style in the dome. I, I think they're going to be able to move the ball, but I think all, you could say the same thing for the Falcons. Like I, I think they're going to be able to move the ball. Still worried about the Falcons' offense. I haven't seen if Pitts is playing or not. It seemed like he wasn't practicing. Seeming like you might be out. Either trending, way, I like yeah, Gage. Trending like not. Um, let's not re- forget the Falcons against playoff teams. Zero and seven minus one fifty nine point differential, but seven and two against everyone else. Well, they're also quietly worse at home too. Two and five straight up at home. Five and four on the road. They have a, an insane. Uh, their point differential is a minus one thirty six, and their seven wins. I think it was something uh, in, in like football outsiders, the DVOA or whatever. Like they they have the most wins ever for a team 
in 32nd DVOA. They they've really been a conundrum of a team. Yeah, I think if you flip all of their one score games uh to the opposite result, they're like a two and fourteen team. Well, I, I saw that it was interesting too, because you flip the Eagles one yeah. score games and they're eleven and five. Bills are fifteen and one. Yeah, that's insane. Uh Matt Ryan has always done well against the Saints. And you know, in that first game that finished a bit closer uh than it started, the Falcons are up twenty-four to six. So I like. I think they like Dan Quinn, and I think this is sometimes these bad teams they finish on a positive note. And again, the motivation is there. You can put the Saints out of the playoffs, which most of America should be rooting for that. Because can you imagine Taysom Hill in the postseason? No one needs to see that. We yeah. don't need the Saints run. Two, we don't need a triple option. I mean, it's bad enough the Eagles are going to be there, but no, two triple option teams in the postseason. Oh, right. Colby's going to love. <laughs> Colby's going to be an NFL fan uh, soon enough. I wanted to pull up the uh, last thing I'll say. The Saints are getting uh, the majority of the tickets right now, so it's, you know something to watch could be a popular uh, popular side there as a four and a half point favorite. Well, we got two more at the one twenty five window. Seattle heads to Arizona. The Cardinals laying six and a half minus two ninety on the money line plus two thirty four. The Seahawks forty eight is the total. I mean, does Russ go out like a champ? Well, see, and again, this is kind of similar to the Big Ben handicap. They had the emotional mm-hmm. big victory at home. Now they go on the road against a divisional opponent. Mm-hmm. How motivated will they be? It's Pete Carroll. Yeah. Fucking dudes running around, probably screaming. No way he wants to lose to that punk ass bitch Cliff Kingsbury. Well, and and you know, Katie mentioned it, and certainly it's true with a lot of Cliff Kingsbury's teams, whether it's been the Cardinals or even, you know, going back to his days in college. There's like a crazy stat of his team's records up to week seven and then after week seven, even in the NFL. Uh I mean, the the Cardinals beat the uh had a nice win over the over the Cowboys, but did you watch that They tried to lose. Yeah, did you watch that game and go and like, they, wow, they totally controlled mm-hmm. this game and No, and I guess the last angle would be while Arizona, you know, probably does believe that the Rams could lose. And so there is that opportunity. Uh, I just, it's, it's, it's a fate of Kingsbury. Yeah, it's, since, it's a buy of Pete Carroll playing, like being motivated in a meaningless game that like, and it's a, it's a, it's a Russ Wilson last game as a Seahawk. And also Arizona has quietly been pretty bad at home. I mean, listen to their last home games. They lost to the Colts by six. Lost to the Rams by seven. They lost to the Panthers. Remember that game? They lost to the Panthers by twenty-four points. Wow. I mean, I was on the Panthers money line. That was a crazy spot. Uh, home game before that, lost to the Packers. Now that was a three-point loss. That was a good game. Uh, they're just bad at home, man. It is. Uh, it's crazy. I mean, the last home game they won was October twenty-fourth against the Houston Texans, thirty-one to five. I think you almost have to take uh, Seattle here. Seattle's playing like they don't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, some of that was against Detroit, but I, I'm with you. Take the Seahawks. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm not going to run and, and be scared of the home field of the Cardinals here. No. Although I have been wrong. I, Cardinals are not a team I've done well handicapping this year. Niners heading to the Los Angeles SoFi Stadium. Rams minus four, minus two ten on the money line. Niners plus one seventy. You know, we discussed this earlier, but the the number 
the number almost certainly indicates Jimmy G will be out there. Well, now it's down to I think Katie threw out four and a half. It's down to four now. Yeah, we're we're looking live. It is four. Uh, probably gets. I mean, I think part of the reason you should have grabbed this at six when it opened, and you probably still want to grab it now at four, is that it's going to close three. Uh, yeah. I think if Jimmy G is announced, it's going to be three and a half. Yeah, maybe they give you the. Three. But I, I just don't know how you look at this handicap and you and you can look past. I don't give a shit that it's a revenge spot. They lost thirty-one to ten earlier in the season. He owns them. We we discussed Shanahan this earlier. Five straight. Three of those all were as a dog. Shanahan as a dog. Period is a coach that you want to back. Jimmy G. It, as a dog, it's okay to back him. He's 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 gonna do enough to keep this game close. And frankly, I I kind of think that Shanahan's gonna stick it to you. And and I think they're they're gonna end up being in the playoffs, Sean. It's weird. I mean, the the Rams have won five in a row, but they haven't looked good in in many of these games. I mean, they they beat the Jags thirty-seven to seven. That was like their get-right game. And then uh, they they did beat Arizona. Uh, and and Stafford looked good in that, but then you know he threw a, a pick against Seattle. They beat him, but they he he didn't look great. Then they threw he threw three interceptions against the Vikings. They still got that win, uh, and then two interceptions against Baltimore. One for a touch uh, pick six. Like he is, how is he not in the in the mix for most touchdowns thrown? I mean he's six eight nine. Uh, he's up there. He's got to be close to the lead. I, I can I can pull that up. I just had it up earlier. Yeah, he's thrown uh, fifteen already. Jesus. Yeah, I I think they're gonna turn the ball over. Um, it, I think Sony Michelle does okay. I, obviously, you're a little concerned about the 49ers secondary, but I think even if Trey Lance plays, like Shanahan can scheme up some stuff uh, that will give Trey Lance an easy enough landing to keep them in this game. It is scary, right? Because that defense is is quite good. But I I think you nailed it. Like clearly, Shanahan has the ability to manipulate McVay. And yeah, on one hand, a understand what his offense is trying to do. Remember, McVay worked for Shanahan in Washington. Two, uh, on defense, he just he has a pass rush, and we know what happens to Stafford when he gets shook. Yeah, I don't care how bad the secondary is with the passes he was throwing. It's it's not about them being good cover guys. It's are they going to be there when he overthrows it by ten yards? That's the question you got to ask yourself. And I think with Bosa, the way that defensive front is playing, uh, not I love the Niners in this spot. I mean, I like I I'm I don't know. Maybe you go looking for Niners to make the playoffs and see if you can get a better price than plus one seventy, but. Yeah, I, I, I'm all day. All right, Sunday night football: Chargers, Raiders, minus three for the Chargers on the road in the Death Star. Minus one fifty-five on the money line. Ra- Vegas Raiders plus one thirty. Forty-nine and a half is the total. Yeah, I think Katie mentioned plus one eighty earlier, and it's now registering now. I think it's one thirty. But uh, look, Chargers. Typically, we would say they're on the road. You bet them on the road, mm. but boy. I'm going Chargers minus three here, just for my old boy uh, Justin Decker. San Diego Super Chargers. The Raiders in the playoffs. No, and and honestly, if the Raiders get in, uh, Satchia has to be. I know he's not, but shouldn't doesn't that guy deserve some Coach of the Year talk? I mean, you're you're taking over this crazy franchise, (laughs) and then the Henry Ruggs things happen. This other guy gets a DUI. Just it never ends. Uh, that being said, and they are, it does look like they're getting Waller back. 
I think this Chargers team kind of came to life uh, last week. I mean, everyone everyone is pointing out that they lost to the Texans and they deserve to take a lot of shit for that, but they were missing a ton of guys on the virus list. All those guys are back, they're all healthy. Mike Williams is a week off of his return from COVID. I think he's a tough handle for this team. Eckler uh, looked really good against the Broncos. And the key is, and I, I only would have picked 18 up on touchdowns this. for Eckler this year. It's insane. No wonder he, he drafted himself in fantasy. Um, the key is that this team is tackling so much better, uh, especially in this last game. And I think they can carry that over the Raiders, man. Like they just don't do, I mean, the chargers are just such a better team. Uh, you know, I, this is going to come down to f- a fourth down conversion. Yeah. And Staley's going to get, like, well, that's the other thing too. One way or another. Staley actually played conservative. He kicked the field goal a couple times. And I think maybe, maybe it was a new year's resolution thing or whatever, but I think it made a difference <laughs> because it is so deflating. Sometimes if you go for it and you don't get it, especially inside the opponents, 10, uh, I think they match up well against the Raiders. I think this is a revenge spot for them as well. I think Joey Bosa is going to have a big game. To me, it's going to be Joey Bosa versus uh, Derek Carr, it's and gonna, I think uh, I think Joey Bosa is going to win. Big big weekend for the Bosa brothers. Yeah, uh, I think you know Chargers quite a public team looking right now on Thursday, five p.m. on the Pacific Coast. That's that's always a scary spot to me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do it, Sean. Give me the Raiders catching the three, hmm. home dog. I, how many Charger fans will be at that game? I don't Both really, Chargers fans will be there. No way, dude. It's dangerous. They don't want to go to the Raiders <laughs> stadium. All right, we made it. Let's go. Sixteen games. Happy birthday. Everything on the line. What do, you, what do you got, Kramer? Lock Atlanta mm. plus four and a half. Hate week, baby. Dog, give me the Niners plus one seventy. They get it done. Tease. Mm. You know, uh, lots of ways you can do the tease thing, but we're gonna start with Detroit up to ten. Jordan Love laying ten. Good luck. I liked what you said earlier with the Chiefs uh, knocking that down to four. Or I'm sorry, five. five. Can't do math. And then uh, for the last leg of the T's, I suppose you should just take uh, the Steelers and move it up to twelve because that's seems nearly impossible. And then for my bonus lock, yeah, give me the Houston Texans plus ten. <laughs> Sprinkle that money line, Sean. Wow. Sprinkle that money line. All right. What am I gonna do for my first lock? It's easy. Washington football team minus six and a half. Come on for my dog. Uh, I like the Eagles. Do I use the dog there? Actually, can I make a swap? Sure. Can I do Houston money line plus 400 for my dog Oh, and give me the Niners plus four. Ooh, I like that. It's the last week of the regular season, a 400, like a big dog is going to hit. There will be one of these big dogs going to hit. It's going to be the Texans. Is it going to be uh, the Jags? Do I throw out the Jags money line? Uh, if, if here's the thing, my my unit record for dogs would just go through the roof <laughs> if I cash on a plus seven hundred. It's like a blackjack tournament. Just play it. Why not? I mean, it's probably foolish. It's probably foolish, but it's fun. Seven to one, one football game, Sean. 
You know what? I'd be a pussy if I did. Jags money line. Let's go. Shock the world, baby. Uh, Carson Wentz, real uh, uptight in a must win game. Oh, I just did. His butthole's so tight. All right. For the T's. Yeah, you got to go uh, KC down to five. Um, story. Uh, Oh, Buffalo down to Buffalo down to ten. Yeah, get get and across that key. Tampa Bay one. down to uh, two. And for my other lock, I'll t- I really like Atlanta plus four and a half. Oh, you already locked that up. I'll go. I'll go Seattle plus six. And we can half. finish the season on a double. No, I hashtag finish with your brother. But I'll, I'll take I'll take Seattle plus six and a half. And can we just play like a siren or something like breaking news? Uh, if, and maybe this is what we send over to the. <laughs> to the win bet folks this week, the uh, AFC super parlay Jacksonville with Houston on the money line. Sean, what does that pay? 3,900 plus thir- 39 to one, two team. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, uh, here's the thing. Play both of them. Come on. Let's go 39 to one for a two teamer. Yeah. In the preseason week of week this 18, this is preseason. These games don't. They, they matter. literally replaced the preseason week with week 18. So what could be more memorable than hitting a 39 to one parlay on a two teamer? That's fun. All right, uh, for our circus, we got Atlanta. Yep. Plus four and a half. Yep. San Francisco plus four. Washington football team minus six and a half. Seattle plus six and a half. And then do Buffalo. We just, Buffalo minus sixteen. Yeah. yeah, I'm fine with that. All right. He's one of those guys who will get penetration. What's up, man? Thank you, everyone, for tuning in uh, to the NFL Picks podcast. Oh my God, we got a big special guest, former NFL star, joining the show next week for mm. the NFL Super Wild Card a Prediction Podcast. And this gentleman played for one of the teams that has already clinched a playoff <laughs> spot. Tom Brady. Could be. Oh, it's a baby fucking. He's not currently wheel, on an NFL roster. Antonio Brown recently retired. <laughs> oh, okay. You can, Antonio it, Brown. You can guess it. Uh, send in a guess at Gambling Podcast. If you get it right, I'll I'll send you a, a shirt there. Uh, make sure you tune into the uh, pregame show, nine a.m. Sunday on the West Coast. YouTube.com/slash/SportsGamblingPodcast. I feel like there's going to be some late line movement. I know DFS stuff will be up in the air. So I feel like we're going to know a little bit more on some of this stuff. So that should be a fun live show Uh, tomorrow. We will be doing a college football championship edition podcast. Going to be giving out a million dollars worth of national championship prop bets. You're going to want to tune into that one. We'll be going live youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Subscribe there. Toss us a rating review. Send in your screenshot at Gambling Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, second the Muddy Green, and he is Ryan. It's been real, Joe Kramer. Let it ride.